0: Welcome to the weekly podcast of River Valley Church. We're glad you're here. Our heart is to lead people to Jesus and launch them into their God given purpose. So we pray you would encounter God in a fresh, new way today. To learn more about our church, visit rivervalley.org. Now, let's tune in to this week's message. I love that we celebrate a lot at River Valley Church and we clap a lot. Maybe you're visiting or maybe you're new on our live stream and you're like, these people can't stop clapping. What is the issue? But I want to clap just a little bit more by welcoming again, people watching online. And we've got a couple other campuses that are also watching this weekend. Can we welcome everybody that's joined in this service? (laughs) One more time, we're gonna clap because last weekend at all of our campuses, 45 people gave their lives to Jesus Christ. Come on, make a little bit of noise for life change, salvation, welcoming people to the family of God. And I'm excited for these next few moments together. And um, I do believe that God's gonna speak to people, whether you're here in the room or watching uh, this online or at one of our other campuses, God's gonna speak to people over the next few moments. We are in the middle of a series called Follow the Prompt. Follow the Prompt. Pastor Rob led it off last week, talking about the still small voice, the whisper, of God, the Holy Spirit who speaks to us and guides us and directs us. And uh, maybe you're here saying, I don't like the whisper. I wish he was just a little bit louder. I wish he would be just a little bit louder. And there's a, there's a scripture in the book of Job where, where Job talks about the greatness of God. And he says, that's just, that's just, that's just the whisper. That's just the whisper. How could we ever handle the mighty power of God? Something like that. That's my paraphrase, but I don't know. I don't know if we could handle the loud voice, the powerful voice of the creator of the universe, the one who created you and me. And so he speaks to us gently with a whisper, prompting us, prompting us day in and day out, every single day hearing from the Lord and you can hear from God. So Pastor Rob preached and, and today we're, we're about to go to John chapter 16 and we're gonna keep this series going, talking about how do we hear from God And why why is he even talking to us? Why is he talking to us? Let's go to John chapter 16 together. Starting in verse five, it says this. This is right before Jesus ascends back to the Father. He says, but now I'm going away to the one who sent me. And not one of you is asking where I'm going. Instead, you grieve because of what I've told you. But in fact, it is best for you that I go away. Think about that statement. It's best for you that I go away, because if I don't, the advocate, who is the Holy Spirit, the comforter, the encourager, the counselor, that's who he is, he won't come. If I do go away, then I will send him to you. And when he comes, he will convict the world of its sin and of God's righteousness and of the coming judgment. The world's sin is that it refuses to believe in me. Righteousness is available because I go to the Father and you will see me no more. Judgment will come because the ruler of this world has already been judged. There is so much more I want to tell you, but you can't bear it now. When the spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all truth. When the Holy Spirit comes, he's going to guide you into all truth. He will not speak on his own, but will tell you what he has heard. He will tell you about the future. He will bring me glory by telling you whatever he receives from me. All that belongs to the Father is mine. This is why I said, the Spirit will tell you whatever he receives from me. The title of this message, just the next few moments, is the why and the word. The why and the word. Let's just open up our hearts again, just in prayer as we start. Lord, we thank you for these moments in your presence. And we recognize that the Spirit of the living God is here with us both in this room and watching all around the world. Anybody under the sound of my voice is in the presence of God. You're in the presence of God. We're grateful for that, Lord. And Lord, I pray that you'd speak to people, even over the next few moments, not just next week and not just next month, but you'd speak to people today, right now. Speak to their hearts. We open ourselves up to hear from you. Pray these things in Jesus' name. Everybody said, Amen. I've got two daughters and um, I forget, our six-year-old started asking this question a while back, and now our two-year-old's asking the same question. It's a little bit frustrating as a parent uh, because I don't know where they learn these things. But the question that our two-year-old now asks after I maybe correct her or guide her, or tell her to do something or to not do something, The question she asks is why? Why? And I thought I knew a lot of answers, but sometimes it's like, I'm not even sure. I'm not even, I'm not even sure. And when they're young, you can say, because I said so. Because you can't explain to a two-year-old anything. She asks why, but eventually they get older. And uh, it's good to start to explain, hey, here's why. I learned this from Pastor Rob. By the way, this series was preached six years ago and he's bringing it back because now more than ever, which is the theme of our year, now more than ever, we need to hear from God. We need this this year, 2021, we need to hear from God. And I learned this uh, this example of teaching your children why. He was talking about his kids and now I use it with our daughters. When we're walking through a parking lot, You say, hey, you got to hold my hand. You got to hold my hand. And they'll ask, "Well, why? Why can't I just run around like a crazy person in this parking lot? And when they're old enough, you can explain, hey, can you see into these cars whether or not there's a driver in the car? No. That's right. You're not tall enough. But up here, dad can see if there's somebody in the car driving. So I'm trying to explain to you why I can see. I don't want you to get hit. I don't want something bad to happen to you. I'm trying to protect you. And you start to explain. And all of a sudden, when you learn the why, you become a little bit more willing to do what your authority is asking you to do. It's the same way as a Christ follower. When you start to learn the why something is happening, why God's directing you, why he's protecting you, why he's telling you to do or not do something, to start or to stop something, to change something, when he's starting to speak to you, when you learn the why, we become more willing to do what he wants us to do. And so I wanna talk about the why. Why is the Holy Spirit speaking to us, fallible humans, Why is the God of the universe speaking to me? And I think it's a good question because when we learn and start to understand in a greater depth why God is speaking to us, we become more willing and longing after. God, speak to me. God, show me. God, direct me. God, I need you. And we become more dependent and trusting in the Lord. So the first reason, I'm gonna give you three. Remember, it's the why and then the word. We'll end with the word. The first one, the first reason why is God speaking to you is because we are on a journey. You're on a journey. Another way to phrase it is you are on a mission whether you realize it or not, God has called you to a mission. Matthew 28, famous, the Great Commission, 18 through 20 says, Jesus came, told his disciples, I have been given all authority in heaven and on earth. Therefore go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Teach these new disciples to obey all the commands I have given you and be sure of this. I am with you always, even to the end of the age. You you are on mission. Why are you here on this planet to help reach more people for Jesus? And we need to hear God's voice to be directed every single day. God, where am I going on this mission today? What do you want me to do today? Who am I supposed to talk to today? Who can I encourage today? Who can I lift up today? We are on a mission. We're on a journey following Jesus. And it's a privilege to hear from God. You Look at the Old Testament. If you know the Old Testament, you know that only specific people, some people would hear the voice of God. The prophets, the priests, and the kings. They would get to hear the voice of God. God would speak to them. Everybody else wouldn't be able to. It's how God operated. It was the system that he put in place. But because Jesus came from heaven to earth and tore the veil... That was a symbol that the Holy Spirit was leaving the Holy of Holies and entering the hearts of humanity. You in 2021, if you're a Christ follower, you don't have to go to the temple or to a church to experience the presence of God, but the presence of God lives within you. It's a privilege. And even just thinking about this series, Follow the Prompt, we can be nonchalant about hearing the voice of God. Yeah, I mean, if he, if he, I mean, if he wants to, if he wants it, I mean, I'm, I'm not against it. I was, I'm open. I'm, if he, when people for thousands of years, God wasn't speaking to those people. He was speaking to prophets, priests, and kings. And now you have access, not because of your good doing, not because of anything you've done. But because of what Jesus did for you, you have access to hear from God. He he lives inside of you. And by the way, at the end of the service, if you're not living for Jesus, you're going to have an opportunity to make that decision, the greatest decision. And do you want God living in your heart, speaking to you, guiding you, helping you on your mission? He's saying, hey, join the journey. Let's do this thing. But as Christ followers for you right now in this room, and I'm speaking to myself, let's not be so lackadaisical about hearing from God. We should long for it. We should be desperate for it. We need the voice of God in our life. The first reason why God's speaking to you is because you are on mission. You're on his team. We got people to reach. We got a job to do. Think about even Jesus before he ascended He was here and he said to the disciples, it's better for you that I leave. Think about that. He's not just saying to us it was better, like, because it makes sense. Like, oh, like that's perfect because we get included that Jesus left. Now we get the Holy Spirit. But he said to the disciples, it's better that I leave. Think about that. They, they were probably like, no, like, I know you're the son of God, but like, geez, please stay. It can't be better that you leave. It can't be. Acts chapter one, verse eight. But you will receive power, Jesus talking to the same disciples. You will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. And you will be my witnesses telling people about me everywhere, Jer- Jerusalem, throughout Judea, in Samaria and to the ends of the earth, Acts 2, 1 through 4. On the day of Pentecost, all the believers were meeting together in one place. Suddenly there was a sound from heaven, like the roaring of a mighty windstorm. And it filled the house where they were sitting. Then what looked like flames of tongues of fire appeared and settled on each of them. And everyone present was filled with the Holy Spirit and began speaking in other languages as the Holy Spirit gave them this ability. I remember being six years old and giving my life to Jesus at a power team conference. Anybody remember the power team? Oh yeah. These guys ripped phone books, blew up hot water bottles. They ran through ice. They bent steel bars. These guys are my heroes obviously I've walked the same path as them (laughs) but I remember them after bending the steel bars them sharing their testimonies of how God has changed their life why they're following him at six years old I walked down with my dad the altar call and I gave my life to Jesus I remember that day changed my life forever the Holy Spirit at that moment lived within my heart I remember being in third grade at kids camp Kids camp. Shout out for kids camp just over here. I don't know who did that. Praise God. I remember being baptized in the Holy Spirit and speaking in tongues for the first time and realizing that God's got greater things, greater gifts, greater power in store for each one of us. And it was life-changing. Talk about a turning point, life-changing moment. It's amazing. And the Holy Spirit wants to not just live within you, but he wants to fill you every single day. He's got greater gifts in store for you. He wants to pour himself out on your life, not just within your life, but he wants to pour himself on your life. Be filled with the spirit every day. And if you don't, you're like, I don't even know what that, what does that even mean? You can say, God, would you fill me? Spirit, would you fill me today? My heart is open. I'm ready for anything that you have for me. Anything that you have for me. We're on this journey. Second reason why. Why is God speaking to us? And the second reason is because we're all prone to wander. Know the old song, Come Thou Fount? I won't sing it. I know you are hoping, but. Oh, it's not gonna happen. Relax. Have security. Come thou fount of every blessing. Tune my heart to sing your grace. I think about that word prone to wander. Prone to wander, I feel it. It's like this battle within. That even though we give our lives to Jesus, the Holy Spirit lives within us. Why is it that we're still prone to wander? It's It's your sin nature within you. And When you give your life to Jesus, you are sanctified, and being sanctified. So it's this tug of war. Because the kingdom is now, but the kingdom is coming. It's paradoxical. It makes no sense. But you feel it. I, I feel it. Why am I prone to wander? And the Holy Spirit, why does he speak to you? Because he wants to help you get back on the path. There's people right now hearing this and you need to get back on the path. And the Holy Spirit is prompting you Prompting you, even through this message right now, prompting you. It's today is the day to get back on the path. Isaiah 53, 6. All of us like sheep have strayed away. We've left God's path to follow our own. Yet the Lord laid on him the sins of us all. God paid for all of your sins. So now he looks at you with grace in his eyes, with love in his eyes, saying, let's get back on the path. Let's get back on the path. Luke 15, three and four. This is what's cool about Jesus. So Jesus told them this parable, this story. If a man has a hundred sheep and one of them gets lost, if one of them wanders, what will he do? Won't he leave the 99 others in the wilderness and go to search for the one that is lost until he finds it? I wanna tell somebody here that Jesus is on the search for you. You may have wandered, but you've not wandered too far. You may think that you can't get any lower, but you're discounting the reach that Jesus has. His reach can reach you. We're all prone to wander. Don't hang your head. The Holy Spirit's a head lifter. He wants to lift your head. And he's bringing you back right now, right now. He's doing it in your heart. He's speaking to you right now that today is the day you're coming back. Why is God speaking to us? You might be asking yourself, what if I I miss it? What if if I miss his voice? What if I'm trying, but what if I miss it? And there's some biblical heroes that miss God's voice at times. There are consequences, there's correcting involved, but the Holy Spirit wants to be that for you because he's got good things in store, good things in store, better things in store. He wants to direct you. Think about Moses. In Numbers chapter 20, God says, hey, I need you to speak to the rock and water is going to come out of it. But instead of speaking to the rock, he had some anger issues and he hits the rock. And because of that, Moses wasn't able to enter the promised land when everybody else was. It's a heavy consequence. And it's important that we not only desire and lean in. Not leaning back, nonchalant, but we lean in. We're yearning. We're desperate to hear the voice of God. But more than just wanting to hear the voice of God, it's important that we do what he says. we got to obey the voice of God. Otherwise, there are consequences. And that's the reality. It's he's, he's fully love, fully grace, fully mercy. But he's also the greatest judge. And he knows that sometimes in correcting us, It's gonna make us better and build us up. Think about Jonah, he says, hey, go preach in the town of Nineveh and Jonah runs the other way. His consequence, he's swallowed by a whale. Heavy consequence. He makes it out and makes it to Nineveh, it's all good. Zechariah, the father of John the Baptist, Luke chapter one, an angel says that you're gonna have a baby and he doubts. He just doubts and his consequence is that He can't speak for a period of time. I wonder if you think like, man, what if I miss it? I want you to know that God is actively involved in your life. And even though there may be consequence, the consequence might not even be for you. It might be that somebody else isn't gonna hear about Jesus because we missed it. There should be this urgency within us. Hey, I wanna hear your voice, but I wanna do what you're asking me to do. Why, why, would God speak to us? The third thing, the third reason is that we're being formed into his image. Yes, we're on a mission. Yes, we're prone to wander. But also, let's not be so focused on the things that we're doing for God, that we forget that God's trying to do a thing in us. Don't be so focused that you're working for God. But you forget that he's doing a great work within you that he's forming you into Jesus, like Jesus. Being perfected every single day. He's doing a great work in you. Why? Why is God speaking to you? Because he's forming you. Galatians 5:16 through 25. This is famous passage of scripture. So I say, this is Paul talking. Let the Holy Spirit guide your lives then you won't be doing what your sinful nature craves. The sinful nature wants to do evil. Can you identify with that? Which is just the opposite of what the Spirit wants. And the Spirit gives us desires that are the opposite of what the sinful nature desires. These two forces are constantly fighting each other. God's forming us. So you're not free to carry out your good intentions. But when you're directed by the spirit, you're not under obligation to the law of Moses. When you follow the desires of your sinful nature, the results are really clear, sexual immorality, impurity, lustful pleasures, idolatry, sorcery, hostility, quarreling, jealousy, outbursts of anger, selfish, ambition, dissension, division, envy, drunkenness, wild parties, and other sins like these Jeez does not sound like a fun life, but it's warring within us. Let's jump forward. But the Holy Spirit produces this kind of fruit in our life. When we are spirit-led, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. We're being formed into the image of Christ. Next week, Pastor Rob is gonna preach follow the prompt and he's going to be up here with a Bible. And, um, he did this six years ago, which is, it was, it was amazing. And, uh, and it's really practical. So this message is the why and the word, but next week he's gonna have a Bible up here and and there's gonna be a random chapter chosen and he's going to show you. He's just, he's, he's a pastor, but also he's a human and he's going to show you in, in reading a chapter of the Bible, how he hears from the Holy Spirit while he's reading. It's super practical, but it's powerful. And if you're wondering, okay, man, I, I want to know more about how to hear the voice of God. I desire it. I understand the why. Now I, now I want that. Next week is the week to be back and to watch. Hey, this is how to read through the Bible and to hear the voice of God in your life. Hebrews 4.12 says this, for the word of God is alive and powerful. It's sharper than the sharpest two-edged sword, cutting between soul and spirit, between joint and marrow. It exposes our innermost thoughts and desires. We understand the why. And next week is all about the word, how we can hear the voice of God through the word of God. I want to end with this story. When I was 10 years old, I was introduced to pornography, it's a tough start to the story. And, uh, it was probably for the next eight or nine years that I was in bondage. And I had a, the, the warring within me was the warring of sexual immorality. And I remember getting to my 15th birthday and praying. God, would you free me from this? Would you free me from this? I, I can't do, if I could just sign on the, the bottom line, I would like just remove all desire from me. I can't get free. I can't, I can't do it. And the, the thing that helped me was hearing the voice of God through the word of God. It was when I was 18 years old, that when I decided for the first time in my life as a pastor's kid, for the first time in my life, to be in the word of God, the best of my ability, every single day to spend time in his word, that I, be, I began to get free. And I, it wasn't because I was trying harder. I was trying hard at 15. God free me, but it was in the word of God, in the word of God, and, and things became alive to me and I was highlighting things. It was, it was being illuminated to me. But also, not just me highlighting, but the Holy Spirit was highlighting things within me. He was illuminating the deepest, darkest, hidden things within my soul that I, could, I couldn't free up. I, wouldn't want, I couldn't let out. I couldn't do it on my own. But the Holy Spirit did that. And you need the Holy Spirit to do that in your life. He wants to free you. Here's how we're going to end. We're going to sing again. If you're at another campus, hopefully you sing again. But I believe that there are things that God wants to speak to people. There's people that are believing God for breakthrough. And I believe that today is your day for breakthrough. There are people here that are praying for freedom. Just like I was at 15 years old. Today's your day for freedom. Lord, we thank you for these moments together. We thank you that you're speaking to hearts. We open up our lives to you, Lord. We wanna hear your voice, we wanna do what you're asking. We're on mission for you, we're on this journey. We thank you that you're forming within us. You're forming us into the image of Christ. Pray these things in Jesus' name, amen.